Getting accurate statistics in podcasting is much harder than it should be. Because of that unfortunate reality and the fact that advertisers demand more accountability, prefix analytics companies exist. But a lot of confusion surround those providers, which is also unfortunate. So today, I'm going to get back to the basics by explaining how they work, what they do, and why you should probably be using them on your podcast. Hi, I'm Brian Barletta, and this is the audio version of my Sounds Profitable article, Podcast Prefix Analytics Explained. Special thanks to Claritas for sponsoring this article. Stick around to the end to learn more about how they can help you build more effective podcast ad campaigns. Hey Theo, can you say introduction? It's introduction. In advertising technology, data is everything. Ad serving gets all of the attention because ultimately, that's where the money comes from. But without analytics, there's nothing to sell. Each hosting provider takes their best shot at trying to represent the downloads and available impressions that each of the podcasts on their platform has. But with the IAB certification process being a best practice, instead of prescribing actual requirements, publishers who transfer between hosts can see variances in their numbers as high as 10%. Nobody is wrong per se, they just have their own interpretation. Hosting provider tools are built specifically for podcast publishers, not advertisers. While data are often exported and shared with ad buyers, it's not ideal. Ultimately, ad buyers want verifiable numbers that fit their needs viewed in one central location, and that is where Prefix Analytics partners shine. This week, I touch base with PodTrack, Blueberry, Chartable, and PodSites to get their help and break down how exactly a Prefix URL works and what the value is of using one. Hey, Theo, can you say, how does it work? How does it work? Downloading a podcast is simply downloading a file. When I click play on a podcast episode on my phone, the podcast player knows the exact URL to call to download the file because it's listed in the podcast RSS feed. Your hosting platform creates the RSS feed to point directly to each of those episodes you've uploaded, creating a direct connection from the podcast player to the file. The only interaction I have as a listener with your podcast is the request to download the episode. Prefix analytics work by inserting itself into that single exchange. Publishers add the prefix URL to their hosting platform, and the hosting platform transforms the link to the media file on every episode listed in the podcast RSS. In the most unattractive Frankenstein's monster move in podcasting, the two URLs are mashed together. So when the podcast player makes a call for the URL, it hits the prefix partner first. The podcast player makes a get request for the episode, which does exactly what it sounds like. That request contains some useful information from the podcast player, including the IP address and device user agent of the listener, along with how much of the episode the podcast player is requesting. Some podcast players ask for the whole episode in the first request. Others might ask for it in chunks, but that's not important right now. What is important is that the prefix analytics provider is making notes on that request. The analytics provider then very quickly replies with a 302 redirect. It also does exactly what it says, redirecting the podcast player to download the file referenced in the second half of that mashed up URL. Within milliseconds, the listener's podcast player receives the actual episode and the prefix partners counted that activity, adding it to the other myriad times that episode's media file has been requested. Hey Theo, can you say one-sided relationship? If you follow the flow, the big thing that stands out is that the prefix partner only sees the call from the podcast player. It doesn't ever see the response from the hosting provider. 
When onboarding a new publisher, Prefix Partners read through the entire RSS feed of a podcast, downloading every single episode. Their goal is to identify exactly how big each episode is and how much of the file is actually audio versus the ID3 tag. The ID3 tag is the first part of the file that's downloaded and provides all the information about an episode, including things like the title, description, and episode artwork. Why? Because some publishers accidentally, and gods I hope it's accidentally, include insanely large images for their episodes. In some extreme cases, this can make the ID3 tag larger than the audio file itself. When a download request comes through, the prefix provider can tell if the podcast player is asking for enough of the file to include one full minute of audio and count it as a download according to the IAB V2 podcast spec, which PodTrack, Blueberry, and Chartable adhere to, or the ODL self-certified spec, which PodSites adheres to. Requests that come through for less than one minute of audio aren't immediately discarded. All four partners also accept CDN logs or the unprocessed download requests from the publisher and are able to identify the difference between the two data sets and use that deviation to discount the requests that don't ask for one minute of audio. In most instances, the get request for the rest of the episode will go through the full mashed up together URL, allowing the prefix partner to further qualify a download. But each partner confirmed that the first request is often enough to know if it's an actual download. They bring added confidence by employing their own filtering methodology for the rest of the requests. Can you say, what's the value? What's the value? There are a lot of great reasons to use Prefix Analytics partners. One is normalizing data from one hosting provider to another. Switching between podcast hosts is very easy and something that more publishers are getting comfortable with doing. But podcast hosting platforms can't ingest your analytics from one platform to the other, even if they're both IAB certified. Since the prefix URL is placed before the episode file, it doesn't ultimately matter that the publishers don't agree. The prefix partner acts as a constant during the change and after. Not everyone will agree on the best way to display analytics. A publisher might love their hosting provider for many reasons, but find themselves struggling to get the data visualization in a way that adds value to their workflow. Adding a prefix partner means you've got at least four other reporting interfaces to choose from, one for each of the partners listed. As more ad buyers enter the podcasting space from other digital channels, we may see an increased demand for third-party validation of numbers. Podcasting is unique in that there's not a lot of wiggle room in how all of this data can be processed between hosting providers or prefix partners, but a big part of the overall digital advertising ecosystem involves using a third party chosen by the buyer for all billing purposes related to ad campaigns. Prefix URLs also allow for both ad attribution and impression counting for podcasts with baked in ads. Since there's no dynamic ad insertion market or fire and impression tag server side, the prefix URL is the only way to add in any other form of tracking. The prefix URL also works as a conversion tag, allowing publishers to run campaigns that drive listeners to their podcasts from other podcast prefix URLs, dynamically inserted ads, or even sharing a link to the show through social media. Can you say wrapping it up? Wrapping it up. Tracking analytics through redirecting traffic isn't unique to podcasting, nor is it particularly a fresh technology, but it's also not the only tool that each of these partners offer. Ultimately, I don't think prefix URLs are going to be where we settle with third-party analytics. I don't say that because several prefix partners have found their domains on ad blocking lists, preventing listeners from downloading podcasts that use them. After all, the same thing has already happened to some hosting platforms. I say it because each of these partners and a fifth entry with Triton Digital also offer the ability for publishers to share the CDN logs directly for the analytics partner to process. 
This gives them a far more accurate view of the download statistics on par with their hosting provider. And more accurate data for these partners leads to new product offerings based on aggregating that data. Prefix URLs will always be easier. I do think they'll stay a solution for newer publishers to explore, especially as the entry-level offering for these partners is usually free. But as a publisher grows in size, we're going to see more encouragement from analytics providers to ingest the logs directly and increase the accuracy of what they can offer the publishers. For a space that is often criticized for not having a lot of data, let me say it loud and clear for the people in the cheap seats. We have a lot of data and we barely scratch the surface of how best to use it. These four companies are absolutely the ones to watch. Their reach goes across multiple hosting providers and large numbers of publishers all without being bogged down by serving the podcast, which is pretty heavy lift product-wise. Their dedication to the best way to view this data while being platform agnostic is going to be what opens up this industry to even more eager ad buyers directly while empowering many of you to encourage more advertisers to give podcast advertising the shot it deserves. Thanks for listening to my narration of this Sounds Profitable article written by me, Brian Barletta. Thanks again to Claritas for sponsoring this article. Having the tools to measure success is just one part of the equation. Claritas and Entercom have teamed up to share their strategies, measurement methodologies, optimizations, and benchmarks for brands and publishers alike to build more effective podcast ad campaigns. To find out more, click the link in the episode details. Special thanks to Ian Powell for engineering this episode. And thank you for following the premium feed of Sounds Profitable brought to you by Supercast. And as you probably know, you can always visit soundsprofitable.com for more articles like this, marketing deep dives, and of course, the official Sounds Profitable podcast. Thanks again for listening. 